Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Evolving Podcast. I so thank you for choosing to spend this short time with me, and I've been looking forward to sharing this topic with you. It's called Mind Your Business. I had a conversation with one of my friends not long ago just about things that keep us from what we want or they either delay progress or growth towards things that we want. Sometimes these things are very subtle where we can't physically see them, but they impact us in a very significant way. And so with this mind your business, it's not a topic to where I'm telling you what to do. It's actually a topic where we're talking about practicing mindfulness, being aware of things that would come to hinder or come to block us from the things that we want to do, be, and have. Number one, distractions. Oh my goodness. Distractions are something that our everyday lives are filled with. One key distraction that I will mention is social media. How much time do we give to social media? People watching or seeing who's doing what, what's the latest trends, what's the latest fads, and also just regular issues of life, cares of life that comes on an everyday basis and it kind of fills up our day. But at the end of it all, they are really distractions. Number two, avoidance. Avoidance is something that is a little tricky, again, because it's a very subtle thing that would come to block our progress or block us from what we want to have or what we desire. Avoidance is being consumed by other people's goals or their lives that really cause us to avoid dealing with our own lives or our own goals. What I found is sometimes it's easier to pour ourselves into someone else's dream or someone else's goals than actually putting the energy and time into our own goals. I'm not sure why it's easier in that regard, but we can be more apt. I think I mentioned it in the last podcast. We can be more apt to work another person's vision or their dream before investing in our own dreams. But at the end of the day, it's going to require the same amount of energy, the same amount of time, whether we're investing ourselves in another person's vision or investing ourselves in our own vision. So sometimes very subtly becoming preoccupied with pouring ourselves into someone else's thing, it can be a means of avoidance to where we're not really doing or dealing with our own issues or whatever we want to do. Number three, another blocker would be overthinking. This is an area that I'm still kind of working on. I get tripped up with it every now and then in overthinking. And what this looks like is researching or 
really putting in a lot of time into thinking, possibly asking advice from others in a certain area. But when you overthink or spend too much time in researching or in the thinking mode or asking, what that does is when we stay too far over there too long, it keeps us from action. So overthinking, spending too much time with overthinking without action is not profitable. And that can be a hindrance to progress. Number four, waiting on others to help you. That's a big one as well, right? So sometimes, especially if it's a new area or an unfamiliar area where we're leaning on the advice or expertise of another person, it means that it can sometimes put us in a place to where we can feel stagnant because we're waiting on them to help us in an area and we may not feel as confident to move out on our own, but waiting too long for others to help can be a hindrance to progress. So what I found is that YouTube is very resourceful. Also, um, instead of allowing time to go on and time to get away from you, it's best just to find a way to do it yourself. Do it yourself. DIY. I love DIY projects. Not that I enjoy doing the projects. I just like to look at them being done. But DIY, do it yourself is a very, very key thing that helps with maintaining growth and progress. So don't wait on others. Just try to find a way to do it yourself. Number five, another blocker is placement of time and energy. Know what you can afford. I'll say that one more time. Know what you can afford. That just doesn't mean in money. Know what you can afford in terms of what you can put your time in. What you can afford to put your time and your energy in, your mental capacity, the mind space, your bandwidth. Know if you have enough to invest yourself in something. So making sure that we don't misplace our time and energy in something that does not really profit us or serve us well. So be mindful about misplacement of time and energy. So every day, I think it's a good practice to come up with a to-do list, some type of plan for the day, because if you don't plan your day, someone else will. Someone will call and have a plan for you. This has happened to me quite a few times. They've said, hey, Steph, what, have you, what do you have going on for today? What's your plans for today? The moment I say, oh, I'm not doing much today. I'm just going to relax. They'll say, oh, good. I have such and such to do. Can you help me with such and such? So even if it was just a day of me winding down, because I did not have a set plan and, and articulate that for that particular day, someone would call or feel privileged to try to make plans for my day. Of course, that didn't work out for them that day. But anyway, my point is, if you don't plan your day, then someone else will. So just kind of make sure again that 
we have a plan um, how we want to plan our time and our energy for the day. Number six, another blocker or hindrance to progress is the fear of failure. The fear of failure. This is a big one as well. Some years ago, I guess maybe in my 20s, I lived by this mantra. Uh, there's a song that says, If I fail, if I succeed, at least I lived as I believed. No matter what they take from me, they can't take away my dignity because the you remember the song you know the line right but even if i failed i don't like to use the word failed or failure if something does not go the way i planned for it to go it won't be because i did not try I like to look at failure or the word failure as feedback. Failure is really just feedback. It's really feedback. What it means is I'm looking at something that possibly didn't work. And what this means is this gives me an opportunity to look at what did not work, why it didn't work, and what can I do better? So instead of looking at it as a failure that I failed or you failed, we can just look at it as feedback or an opportunity to see what can be done better. But one of the worst feelings I can think of is the feeling of regret. So to avoid the feeling of regret, I believe that it is a good practice to whatever you want, whatever you want to do, be and have. Just try. The key to it all is just get started. Just start somewhere. And for those of you who might have some concerns about being perfect or perfectionism, you know, will never really reach a time or place of perfection. What happens is if we just get started with it, we can always come back and adjust. We can make it better as we go. And then we get feedback and then you adjust and you adjust and then we get better. But we never really reach a place of perfection. None of us do so. The key here is to just get started. And most importantly, if things don't turn out the way you hoped it would, then just revisit it and know whether or not the time is right to be done now, or whether it's something that it's uh, something you should do later. At the end of the day, start and just try start and just try that will help with continuing towards progress number seven is not knowing the value of what you have to offer again sometimes it's easier to see how much better or how much 
the next person has. Or the next person might be better at this or that. But really, we have to look at what we have to offer. You have something to offer. I have something to offer. There's a scripture I just thought about. I believe it's Romans chapter 12, maybe within the first few verses there. And it says, don't think more highly than you ought to of yourself. Now, what it did not say is don't think highly of yourself. But it did say, don't think more highly than you ought to about yourself. So there's nothing wrong with having some degree of confidence about yourself. The scripture goes on to say, but think of yourself with sober judgment, sober judgment. So there is a balance, I believe, that we should have between confidence and humility. What humility looks like to me is saying every day, Lord, I need you. I need your grace. Today, if you don't help me, I'll make a fool of myself. Lord, I need your mercy. Lord, help me. Lord, I can't make it by myself. That is what humility looks like, at least one side of it. Now, the other side of humility looks like being in agreement with God, aligning your words and your thoughts with what God has said. So if God has said that you are healed, then even if you're feeling pain in your body, I still align myself with what God has said. And I'm going to say, I am healed. Or if God has said, you are blessed. Even if things are looking crazy all around you, then you align yourself, you align your words, you align your thoughts with what God has said. Yes, I am blessed. So that is a form of humility. Now, when we get over into saying, no, I think I need to do it this way. No, I need to do it that way, which is contrary to the word of God or what God has said or speaking something different than what God has said. That's actually a form of pride because it suggests that we know more than God, you know, but humility is when we align ourselves with what God has said and we agree with what he has said, what his word has said about you and me. So that will help us in knowing our value. We all are people of value with various gifts. There are some who know how to take their gifts and create a means of exchange for their gifts, meaning in business. And what that looks like, you might be good at baking cakes. So what that means is, okay, I'm going to use this gift of making cakes and create a means of exchange. I make cakes, so I'll make cakes to where people can buy them and we can transact through business. People will pay me for making cakes. So everybody has something that I believe is monetizable through our God-given gifts. These are things, let me just mention these again. These things are seven little things that I believe 
are very subtle that come to delay progress. Number one, distractions. Number two, avoidance. Number three, overthinking or taking too much time without action. Number four, waiting on others to help you. Number five, placement of time and energy. Number six, a fear of failure. Number seven, not knowing the value of what you have to offer. So knowing what God has said about you and me will make us secure. It'll make us secure in our calling, in our purpose, in what we have to offer. So what I want you to do is just take some time this week to practice mindfulness, minding your business, mindfulness of your world, your goals, what you want to be, do, and have. Be mindful of that and watch out for those seven little things that would come to delay your progress. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure you share it with your friends and family. Also, don't forget to subscribe to my mailing list at stephaniemail.org and follow me on social media to get tips on how to navigate through career, relationships, and life transitions. Thanks for listening and so long for now. Thank you.